0: Hello, and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. Tonight, I'll be your host, and I'm Rick James. So here we are in our own bourbon bunkers, coming to you live to talk about some new bourbons, maybe younger bourbons that we haven't experienced before. So tonight, let me introduce you to who's here with us. We've got Matt. Hey. Ryan. Hola. Scott.
1: Hello.
2: And Toby. Hey, what's up?
0: All right, so I'm going to pass it over to Scott to let him tell you a little bit something special here.
3: Hey, today's episode is brought to you by Kentucky Laser Creations. They're a small business located here in Louisville, Kentucky, and they specialize in laser cutting and engraving. This includes a vast variety of products, including engraved barrel heads, tumblers, glasses, and other types of wedding gifts and home decor. For all of your laser cutting needs, you can contact Kentucky Laser Creations at KentuckyLaserCreations.com where they are always creating new products just for you.
2: Thanks, Scott. They also have, I mean, we, we got something work uh, done with them. That's a beautiful it, piece. It's a, it's a great piece. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to be really excited to be able to give it to um, someone. And when, when we're oh, ready thanks. to do that. Oh, thanks. You bought me a gift? Yeah, I didn't but, know that. If, if you do, the Kentucky Laser Creations does do fantastic work. They did something for us right here that we're staring at, so it's actually a very good product, and, and I would highly recommend it.
1: Yeah, it looks beautiful. I mean, good finishes to it, uh, good quality. Uh, you can tell they really you know put time and effort into it, and it, it, it shows. Yep, good, solid-looking
3: product. Um, the attention to detail I thought was really good because we basically gave them kind of, I guess, a concept and, you know, kind of laid out some stuff and they were able to, you know, bring what we wanted to life.
0: Very cool guys. Well, Hey, so tonight I'm glad to be back with you guys looking forward to sampling through three different bourbons, three different bourbons that I personally have never tasted. Maybe you guys have, but I have not. So, Looking forward to that opportunity to hear what you all have and, you know, a few of you that may have a more refined palate than I do, just to to hear what you think and your thoughts going forward. So the first one we're going to pour open tonight is the experimental collection of the Limestone Branch Red Wheat Bourbon Whiskey Single Barrel Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey. This is a 375-milliliter bottle, uh, which was part of a 15-gallon barrel uh, that was hand-selected by Total Wine & More. The mash bill is 60% white corn, 28% wheat, and 12% malted barley. goes into the barrel just a hair under 52% alcohol by volume, comes into the bottle at 49% for a 98 proof with a barrel char number three. And just so you're all aware, this is a 13 month old uh, bourbon in a 15 gallon barrel. So, let's go ahead and you, take you a whiff got, of it.
1: I mean, I, you know, right off the bat, you kind of have two unconventional things right here. You have a a really young bourbon, and you have a really small and unconventional barrel. So, you know, kind of curious as to does this age it? older than it actually is? Does it take away the alcoholiness of a younger bourbon? I mean, I'm kind of curious as to, um, you know, what happens with it. It, I think this is a, you know, new little fad that's been happening with a couple other small distilleries to get them up and running, putting something on the shelf. So I'd be curious to see how this turns out. So the color on this thing is pretty, pretty good.
3: Um, But uh, the nose is just weird. It's a little different. It's
1: corn. You know, guys, it reminds me...
0: (laughs) It is corn. It is
1: corn all the way. <laughs> it
0: reminds me, reminds me a little bit of when we were at Neely and you get that, you know, they had some very young bourbons and it has a similar smell. Doesn't quite have a similar taste to it for me, but it does have that very young or new bourbon smell. Like it hadn't been sitting around up in some old rickhouse for, you know, 10 years, just gathering dust and dirt and other things.
1: Hey, those are flavor crystals that get added don't hate on the dust and dirt that it gets. Added. I, I love old dust is old dust so, yes
0: so this limestone branch red wheat bourbon when i drink it here i just don't get a whole lot of oomph in it it's got a little bit of uh to me a little bit of a cinnamony taste on the tongue but not a whole lot of aftertaste or anything that really wants me to come back at it just yet
3: yeah it- it's a little flat i i think that it's just because of the age of it um but like like matt said you know when we tried the neely i felt like that wasn't it didn't taste as young as this now granted it was 18 months old i think when we tried the stuff we tried it neely but they are also using the smaller barrels so um it, it's definitely a little bit of a younger product what, what do you think ryan I think the smell and taste are very well
4: corresponded. It's very light in both ways. I don't get too much of the smell. I don't get too much of the taste. i not a fan, to be honest.
0: Same here. I, I, would, I would second that. That, uh, you know, I bought this, picked it up at Total Wine & More about six months ago just because I was walking around the store looking to see if there was anything unique, anything I hadn't seen. The sales guy that's uh, maybe a part of their barrel pick team comes up to me and says, hey, we just started putting this thing out on the shelf. You got to try it. And I'm a sucker for, you know, trying new things and said, sure, I'll buy it. I just loved it as a
1: sucker, man.
0: (laughs) Ha! So I picked it up brought it home but as you can see it didn't really intrigue me enough to uh, to open it over the last six months so yeah. glad we got to open it together tonight as friends and talk about it
1: yeah i'd be curious as to you know going forward with them you know such small barrels and such a young age i wonder what kind of consistency they're gonna get uh with the product they put out i mean is they really gonna be Are they gonna be really far off with their flavor profiles i mean that was you take one hit of that and you're like yep melted buttered popcorn right in the nose
2: mm. I, and I mean are That's they all
1: going to be that way is that and it, and if you like that I mean if you there are people out there that you know the Dickel products over in Tennessee I mean they are they're high corn people like it people people are fans of it so you know maybe this appeals to you if you if you like that kind of stuff but um I'd be curious what kind of consistent profile they're going to get with those smaller barrels
3: I'm also kind of curious Oops are they using only 15 gallon barrels or are they doing part of their batches in 15 so they can accelerate the product release and then the other parts are going into twenty eights or your standard 50 pluses? I mean, what do you think on that?
0: The only thing the uh, the bottle tells me is it's part of an experimental collection. So my guess is that they're just checking it out and seeing what they can do and trying to sell it right now.
1: All it's missing is a cool sticker and be dipped in wax and it'll be sold out in five minutes. <laughs> taterific. <laughs> taterific. Get, get that bottle so
0: engraved. Later on tonight, one of the bottles we're going to talk about certainly is Taterific. And we'll not get into that one just yet. So let's go ahead and try the second bottle here that we've got. And Toby, if you don't mind, I'd like to have you just tell us what it is and what the bottle says.
3: No, the second one is uh, old fifty five.
1: Oh, we're gonna do old fifty five next. Sure, gotcha. Yeah, so old fifty five. You know, I this bottle um, it did catch my eye at liquor barn the (coughs) other day, and it was it was something that was finally different on their barrel pick shelf. So I was a little intrigued to go pick it out. Um, It's kind of it's kind of cool. It's got a real basic um, unique label to it. And what I like is when it sits on the shelf, it's got a nice dark kind of red color to it. So it stands out, um, you know, being a little bit of a darker kind of bourbon on the shelf, you know, not a whole lot of information on this bottle, um, that's on there. You know, it's, it sits at barrel proof. It's about 107, uh, just a little shy of that, you know, it's, it's fairly new, um, Pretty young batches, pretty pretty standard bottle count on there. So, um, I, I'd be
3: I'd the, be
2: kind
1: of curious. The it mash was, bill says it is a weeder
3: though. It says it's uh, corn, wheat, and barley. So, so I so. Ju-
0: I just took my first drink of it here, and going yeah, up from know. the uh, going up from the ninety eight proof to what is it? A little under 107?
1: one hundred seven. I I read it wrong. I thought it was a three, but it's a five. So it's one 110, 111
0: certainly has a little more bite than what we just had that's for sure What'd you say it has, it has a, a better smell hug. to it it gives well. you that
1: kentucky hug you're looking for
0: it gives me that kentucky hug even over here in southern indiana
2: we can fix that it's okay <laughs> I, actually, Scott. and i actually really enjoy the the flavor of this um right off the tongue it has a long finish it... <laughs> have
0: another sip i just did and i tell you what that second that second sip going down lot smoother than the first Uh, has a little bit of a you can taste it even in your throat a little bit afterwards so much smoother than the limestone branch Uh, a little hotter but uh, pretty smooth
1: so i i actually kind of get a little bit of it's almost like a black licorice kind of taste to it um you know that that's kind of the first the first kind of tasting notes that, that really hits the palate is that, that black licorice. Um, and then <laughs> it kind of it kind of calms down a little bit, but you, it does get a little aggressive up front, which is nice. I mean, I like it. I think on the mouth, yeah, when it first enters the your mouth or
3: hits the first part of your tongue, I, I do get a touch of that licorice, but then I get almost like maybe like a marshmallow or something... Oddly sweet, the toasted but that's, marshmallow.
4: That's exactly what I was gonna say. I was gonna say marshmallow and a caramel taste to it. Personally, <clears throat> um, I thought it was interesting. The smell and the taste don't. Like, it's it's very different. I was getting, I was expecting so much, so something a lot different after smelling and tasting it when I got. Uh, very hot. I thought it was hot.
1: It's it's so did you did you think it was hot or was it like alcoholy? Because you can tell when it's like when you get I that really an, grain alcoholy taste to it.
4: And I think that's what it was—is that alcoholy hotness? So you get that, and huh? it it definitely has some kick to it. That's interesting.
0: So you guys think the uh, the old fifty-five, the hundred and ten proof—that's what they're they're going after here—is the fifty-five percent alcohol by volume. There came up with their name for this one.
3: No, I, I think I came up with Old Fifty Five because it's off of Old
1: Fifty Five, Old State Road Fifty Five.
0: <laughs> Dude,
3: come on! The,
1: <laughs> the name guy was off. <laughs> the
0: name guy was off. Um, it's not bad though. I like
3: it. No, uh, I, I actually I do like this. Um, it it is a, it's definitely got some uh, heat with the with the taste of it, but it does have the sweet notes that I kind of like in a in a in a bourbon. You know, um, I don't know that I would. I'm really anxious to see what this tastes like in another three or four years. Um, Toby, what do you think, man?
2: I I just had another sip, and, and I'm like he said, it, it does have a marshmallowy taste. I don't taste the licorice like you said, Matt. Um, I, I'm not tasting that. I'm. It, it's just a. It's a good solid flavor. It it has it has a lot a decent amount of flavor. Um, it definitely has a long finish that I think I I actually rather enjoy. I'm I'm one of those ones that like to fill it all the way down my stomach. When
1: yeah, I bet you do. You
2: know, <laughs> kind of like when those bear claws get lodged <laughs> down in here. <laughs> oh, I can't Speaking sleep. Speaking of, right of bear claws, you got any more of those
0: Krispy Kreme donuts left? <laughs> oh, yeah, we actually gross. do.
2: <laughs> Did you say gross? Awesome. Or...
1: To hesitate.
0: Jeez. Jeez. Toby was texting. Toby was texting me pictures of uh, Krispy Kreme donuts earlier. Man, I was getting hungry, thinking I need some Krispy Kremes.
2: All yeah, right, guys. But between the two, I, I'm just saying I don't think there's any contest of which one I think is a better product. And yeah. it, and it, it's not a it's not a cheap bourbon. Um, they definitely put a little bit of um, they put some. It's got a price tag to it. Oh, but well, if, let's do this, Ryan. You don't know
1: what it costs, right? I do not. No. What would you say you'd pay for this bottle?
4: Uh, I don't know. Maybe we're somewhere around the fifty range.
1: What about the first one? What would you price that one at? Oh,
4: dude, that's that's something going on on twenty five dollars. Okay. And you
1: think this one's fifty (laughs) dollars?
4: I would. I would throw about
1: fifty dollars. Okay. Interesting. We'll we'll get to the pricing later, but I'm just curious.
4: One more added to it. I think really, one solid ice cube on this. It's a really smooth
3: drink. You know what? I didn't even think about putting a drop of water or two in it. Yeah, but I, I like higher proof stuff. But you know, it probably would open it up quite a bit. Yeah, my man. All yeah.
0: right, well, yeah. let's move on to uh, let's move on to bourbon number three tonight. You guys ready for that?
3: Oh, Absolutely.
0: All right. So tonight's bourbon number three is certainly taterific. And uh, when this came out on the Louisville Bourbon Club Facebook page. I had to jump on it because, you know, I am a tater. So this has a toasted barrel finish. It's down-home straight bourbon whiskey bottled by Whiskey Thief Distilling Company in Frankfort, Kentucky. It is batch number LBC1, 59.1% alcohol by volume, 118.2 proof. It's got a taterific uh, single barrel select LBC sticker. And on the back, it's got, yeah, toast uh, with a very, very taterific sticker. So five-year-old MGP bourbon toasted five weeks.
3: Yeah, toast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, so for, for those of us who may not understand, can you describe the difference between, let's say, a level three char and a toast? I can't. Do you know it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean – a toast is and, and
2: fuck you for asking. Yeah, well, <laughs> fuck you right back. Um,
1: so yeah, so your level three char, right? So it's gonna sit under that fire for a little bit, and it's gonna get um, what I deem to be like alligator skin on the inside, and so that fire kind of really mixes with a lot of the sap that's in that barrel, and so that's where a lot of that caramel flavor comes from, um, and that's kind of where that where I think that licorice flavor comes from, and the other one is I. It, it almost seems like that old 55 kind of uses a little bit of a heavier char on there. Yeah. Um, but a toast is just, is really exactly what it sounds like. They just toast those staves just a little bit, right? So it's not necessarily a level, a level two or level three, but it's really light. Um, hence the color, hence the color. So it's not as, it's not as dark in the bottle, but it brings out certain flavors of the wood to just kind of, slow roast and toast it basically so
2: and and i know i think the most popular toasted is the mictors um is that something the toasted very common with a lot of the different bourbons is this or is this kind of a newer thing
1: um I, you know I, that is also a great question and i'm probably going to tell you that i really haven't paid attention to it long enough to realize if it's been around for a while or not but i would probably say it's a lot more people are starting to experiment with it. I mean, take, uh, you know, Michter's obviously does their bourbon and rye, which are phenomenal. Um, and then Fourgate does, you know, Fourgate bourbon, they do the every other stave. So they alternate staves. One hmm. one stave is toasted, one stave is charred. Um, so that kind of brings a separate flavor profile into it as well. How the hell do they do that? Well, they have two barrels. And they toast one, and they char one, <laughs> and they take it apart and, and put they it back. Take it apart there? and put it back together.
3: Well, I be damn, spank my ass but and see, call me Charlie.
2: That that's <laughs> that's a unique process because putting a barrel together is not an easy process, um, and you wouldn't think that they would fit back together because all the pieces are going to be so different in yeah. sizes. You can make them fit yeah, back yeah. together. Yeah, you know, Matt,
3: yeah, anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anything's so, possible.
0: So unique here. I didn't really pay attention to it, but when we opened up the limestone branch bottle, you know, it actually calls out the uh, the style of char, and I'm not used to paying attention to that on any other bottle, and then we come to the down-home toasted barrel finish, and we start talking about the char on it, even though the, the barrel itself, or the bottle itself doesn't tell you what the original barrel's char was, that's just a little unique tidbit there that we hadn't, uh, I haven't ever paid attention to having a bottle give you what the char is on it.
1: So I think uh, what, I think the Neely bottle did that as well. On like a unrelated side note, <laughs> on, what I, do you guys I have to uh, pull it out and look? <laughs> Mine, mine's empty. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Well, that's all right. So Matt, why don't you start us off here? Sure, let's right? give it a taste. Tell us what you think about it.
1: So it's a real light nose to it. Um, what'd you say the proof was on there? Are we over one ten? One
0: hundred and eighteen point two. So as As the night went on, we went from ninety eight to one ten to one eighteen point
1: two. To tomorrow morning. So (laughs) And you said this is a five year old? Five year old. Yeah. I mean I MGP product. Yeah. You know, it's kinda nice because, you know, MGP products are have a distinct kind of flavor profile to them. And I think that toastedness of the barrel kind of brings out a little a little spiciness to it, which is good. So So, Scott, um, kind of, this would be more up your alley, liking a rye. Um, You kind of have a little bit of that allspice to it. At least I get that up front. Um, It's real nice and it's easy. It doesn't drink like 118, I'll tell you that much. Solid pick by LBC for sure. Yeah.
0: Matt, any idea who's on that LBC pick team? No okay
3: (laughs) no i i really have no idea i mean if i had to guess i would probably say it's probably andrew and jason and you know what other fellows they brought in maybe owen yeah you know the
1: the cool thing the the cool thing about the lbc picks is they really do try to get you know a good mix of people in there and um and you know they they definitely get their fair share of unique picks. So it's definitely intriguing. I, I honestly didn't even, I didn't really even know they went to go pick out a barrel of this, to be honest with you, but um, I'm not, I'm not upset with it at all. So Um, looking at
0: this bottle, it's a really dark, dark Amber in the bottle, but you know, pouring it in the glass, in the glass, it looks a little lighter, but man, it's got compared to the other two in color. This one has a whole lot more color from what I'm seeing.
2: It's got a lot of gold to it. It's, 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 it's definitely a good looking
1: a good looking drink
2: good looking drink yeah i mean down
1: down homes down home has always been a little interesting because they always they have they have their um, five and a half year and or they have the five year and a 12 and a half year or some combination of that um and and accidentally i met the um one of the one of the owners of it at a bar one night just kind of picking his brain about it. I said, where did you get the idea to put out a five year and a 12 year? Like, you know, I get that those are pretty, you know, few and far between, you know, you have a big age gap with it. He was like, honestly, you know, the five year is made for, you know, the working class when they got off work, they want to pour and they want a stiff pour. They're going to pour that five year, you know, sitting at 40, 45 bucks for it. It's really not going to hurt you a whole too bad. And, and you're going to feel pretty good afterwards. And, you know, the twelve year is kind of if you want to drink something nice, if it's a nice occasion, you can you can dress it up pretty well, and it, it drinks nice. So I thought that was interesting that those were his two targets. It was it was a interesting
2: conversation. How long have they been on the market? I, I, I don't
1: know. It's not very long. I mean, I would I would probably say within two years they've been on the market.
0: Ryan, why don't you tell us what you think about it?
4: Uh, man, I like it a lot. I um. The first sip I had of it, very smooth, and I feel like I don't know how what you guys are thinking, but as I drink it more and more, I'm starting to get more of a bolder flavor, and it's really, really going down nicely.
0: You know, and I get a, a get a real tough. spicy smell to it.
1: I, it's a good spice, though,
0: right? It is. It's it's very. Uh, it's that Kentucky hug you made reference to, <laughs> but it is. It smells wonderful.
1: Yeah, I think that that toastedness really brings out um, a different smell than a darker char wheel. And, and I think that, you know, whatever mash build this was made of before, um, it, it just goes well with, uh, with a rye, with a, it tastes like it's a high rye bourbon, but it's, I don't think it is. I don't know. I, I just added a splash of water to mine. And I mean, it even
3: it smoothed it up even more. I mean, it, it really opened it up. Um, it gives you a little bit more of that, those candy flavors, you know, maybe like a, like a candied pecan or something like that. When I put the water in there, it really opens it up. So, uh, uh, solid, solid pick that they did. It's a a good pour. Absolutely.
1: No calls with that.
0: All right. So let's recap here. We got three very, very different
4: bourbons tonight.
1: Wait, hold on, Ryan, how much do you think this costs?
4: Oh, geez. I don't know. Um, I think I'm going to be shocked at the answer, but I would definitely pay more top dollar for this one than I would the other two.
1: So give me a price point. Uh
4: shoot. I go on uh, the the range of 60, 60
1: 65. Okay.
0: The tater sticker adds there, so remember that.
1: That's $5. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right, so we've got Limestone
0: Branch, Red Wheat Bourbon Whiskey. We've got Old 55 and we've got Down Home Straight Bourbon Whiskey. So uh, I believe I'm trying to pull from six months ago here but I think the 375 milliliter limestone branch was about 30 bucks if I remember right was it the, the old 55 Toby how much did you pay for that
2: It was eighty dollars
0: eighty dollars for a fifth and the down home straight bourbon toasted barrel finish, I believe I picked it up for a taterific price of sixty five dollars.
4: Nailed that one um, on the money.
1: Spot on.
4: I was pretty close on all yeah. of them to be honest, except for that old fifty five, which I mean, maybe
0: a little steep. But I think it's more of that. Uh, it's coming out of that unique market where it's at. It's it's a small craft distillery, and you're paying for something a little different. I believe when you're buying some of these craft distilleries.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, we we've talked to like Old Carter. And they, they have some great products, but it, it's going to cost you upwards of $100 a bottle, if not more, depending on what you get. I may have bought a couple of those. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with paying a little bit more for uh, unique bottles, especially something that you can't get everywhere that... Um, I really I enjoy the ones that's not something that's specifically available every place uh, because it gives you something that that you have on your shelf that not everybody's going to come over and try. So these are three options. Now, um, if I was going to rank them, I would I would definitely say the limestone was down at the bottom, um, and then the last two I think were definitely good. I would probably give a little bit of nod to the the down home. Uh, old 55 is certainly there, something that it wouldn't be bad to have in your bar and be able to offer folks who are coming over. Um, that That's just my two cents. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah,
2: I, I right. think
3: I agree with where Toby's at on that. I, I would go, you know, in that same same order. Yeah, and
0: yeah. That, that order also includes highest to lowest proof, right? So we've got down home, highest proof, that's everybody's top pick. Old 55, middle of the pack for where we are, and then – limestone branch red wheat which just doesn't even compare to anything else but it's a 375 it's a experimental collection so but
1: but like i said if you if you like those high corns then you know the
2: you know maybe limestone's your thing see one of the things this gives you a perfect example and and i don't think it's necessarily that we like higher proof things i think i think we definitely do and in general but you hear a lot of people saying, well, I, I don't like the, the, the bite or whatever from that higher proof. But what, what I've learned over the last few years getting into all of this is the flavor with some of the higher proofs is actually more flavorful than some of the, 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 the 90 proofs and the 95 proofs. Things, you, you get more flavor. You, you have to get over the bite up front, but once you do, you, you're going to get a lot more flavor. Yeah, we all here. have
0: some some very different palettes in this group, so I think you'll find that you're going to see a variety of, of what everybody in here likes. But today, I think just hands down, the down home is probably the more flavorful of them.
1: Today, the victory tried. goes to down home.
0: There you go. So, with that, let's do some uh, some parting comments here, and we'll go around the table, and we will start with Ryan.
4: After today, I, I'm, I'm thinking, I mean, if you're just going straight, bang for your buck, that last toasted was beautiful, I think. Wow. I loved it. I would go out and buy a bottle right now. Not going to lie.
0: Well, too bad you can't because it went tater <laughs> tater quick.
1: I didn't even see it on the shelves, I'll be honest with you. No. Well, it's an
3: LBC pig, so
1: they, I don't, they just- I don't know where it was from.
0: Yeah. Uh, they were doing it out of like a trunk of a car. and then Yeah. Where did you pick this they, up they, at? They were,
1: I'm not surprised by that.
0: No, they ended up running it through a liquor store down off of uh, Beautiful, somewhere, you know, the far south end of town that Ooh, I couldn't tell that's you. Where my it neck of the woods. It <clears throat> is your neck what of the woods, it? isn't it? It is my neck of the woods. All right, Scott, what do you think, man?
3: Um, I, I, I agree with what, you know, kind of Ryan said. I, I thought all of them were, you know, good pours but if i was gonna you know put my money out on the table i I would definitely buy the old 55 could just because it's just something a little different um at and the price point doesn't scare me i buy a lot of stuff at that price point and then um that down home is uh it it, it's definitely something you you would want to get out get it around the fireplace you know kick it with some buddies on, on on a cool night and you know just really really enjoy it all right toby parting thoughts
2: Yeah, I, I concur. Um, old 55 was great. Limestone branch was okay. But, um, for my, my palate, my taste that down home really, uh, stepped it up a notch with that toasted gave me a lot of flavor. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I'd agree with you
1: completely.
0: And Matt, the man with the palate. Why don't you tell us what you think?
1: No, no. Everyone has their own palate now. Now. Um, (laughs) yeah, I mean it. It was, you know, you've got high corn, you've got a little bit of black licorice, and then you've got, um, you've got a little spiciness going on there. So, you know, I will tell you that there are, um, there are a lot of those high rye bourbons that are starting to grow on me a little bit. So, so I would say that toast definitely, you know, takes the cup home today. Um, you know, I'd All like right. to try limestone in a couple of years, maybe four or five years down the road when it gets a little bit more aged. I'd be curious. Back, you know, good deal. Hey, um,
3: we also want to thank uh Kentucky Laser Creations one more time for uh making the barrel head for us and for sponsoring uh tonight's episode. Um, whenever you need any of your special needs, you can go to kentuckylasercreations.com. Josh,
0: all right, one last parting thought from me. The coolest thing I, I thought and I've never paid attention to on the bottle, the experimental collection gives you the mash bill, it gives you all the info on it. Gives you the age, mash bill, char, all that. Just never really look at it on a bottle just because I typically go into one uh, already knowing what I think I'm going to buy, but I thought that was pretty cool and it'd be neat if more bottles did that just so you could could have an understanding of what you're drinking, how much corn, how much wheat, how much barley is in it. But uh, other than that, I thank everybody for listening to us today from our bourbon bunkers. This is Bourbon Barrel Talk. If you want to reach out, uh, you can hit us up on our website, bourbonbarreltalk.com. You can hit us up on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter.
2: This is Bourbon Barrel Talk. We're signing off. I'm Rick James.